Hello everyone, welcome to episode 15 of Top Chat. My name's Matt, and joining me as ever is my good friend and co-host, Joe. Alright mate. You've made me realise that that's what I say every week, and I don't think I ever planned it to be like that. And I don't know when that became my normal intro, either. We're just creatures of habit. We are creatures of habit, although this week is a slightly different format, so maybe we're not. What a segue. Thank you. Uh, So later on in the show, we're joined by our second special guest of the podcast series so far. Uh, This time we're being joined by your younger brother, aren't we? Indeed. Uh, Sebastian Walsh, also known as Sebi from the Webby, uh, because Seb frequently contacts you. Yes. With some insight for the podcast. He didn't today, though. He didn't today. Um, well, he doesn't need to, because he's on this one, isn't he? Yeah. So you guys sat down over the weekend and recorded a Bethesda special. We did. Where you talked about... What his feelings are on Bethesda games of the past. Sort of a quick ranking of the Bethesda games that he's played. And it turns out he's played a lot more than I have. So a quick and ranking with your brother. A little quick You ranking. don't want to slip up on that a one, do you? A little group ranking. Group ranking. <laughs> right, okay. Um, and then a little look to the future, okay. as we always like to do. Lovely. Well, that's yeah. coming up a bit later on in the show, but for now, we'll start as we always do. Hopefully, your answer this week is slightly better than last week. What have you been playing? I've been playing Mass Effect 3, still. I thought you were playing Mass Effect 2. I completed that. Oh, okay. I don't know. I'm pretty sure I've mentioned it, that I'm playing Mass Effect 3. You mentioned that you're replaying all of them? Yeah, uh, not Mass Effect 1, because I've played it so many times. But oh. Yeah, finally on Mass Effect 3. Cause oh yeah, because you've never played this one before, have you? No. So oh, no. Scary, isn't it? Enjoying it thus yeah, far? It's, it's pretty good. It's alright. It's got some problems, but it's alright. Hmm. Okay. About halfway through, I reckon. But um, I'm kind of doing it all. How seeing many? it all, seeing the sights. How many hours is that halfway? Uh, I'm on like 30 hours because I kept it paused oh. accidentally all day once. Oh, okay. Just to ruin our electricity bill. And yeah, nice fuck one. the planet because, you know, who cares. Um, I've been playing... Well, no, anything else, sorry? Probably not. No, I bought a few games, actually. Go on. I bought Battlefield 1 mm-hmm. in the uh, PlayStation Spring Shit, sale. Yeah, I need to check that. Check out the sale because it looks really good. I think they've changed it now because it's Wednesday. They normally yeah, change it every Wednesday. Yeah, of course, of course. But £4 for Battlefield 1. A I've, bargain. Yeah, World War 1. I'm quite interested in that. Never seen it in a game, so £4. I'm not going to play the online because, you know, online sucks. Have you played Battlefield online? I it's played... Quite, I find it quite difficult. The last honest. one I played was probably Battlefield Bad Company 2. That was the yes, last one I played online. Oh, yeah, I, think I played a little bit of Battlefront, Star Wars Battlefront One online, but it's just yeah, the maps are too big for little Call of Duty scrubs like us. Yeah. Um, well, I bought the Spider Man DLC, so I've got Spider Man and Horizon DLC to play. Lovely. Sick. Yeah. Good. Good. Uh, and I bought LA Noir on my Switch, Ooh. which I've been waiting to get for a while because I haven't got a Switch game to play at the moment. And that, you, they uh... just had a sale, so that was about fifteen quid. Have you played that before? No, I haven't. I haven't either, but I feel like it's going to be very much up your street. I'm literally just waiting for that meme. Like, what the doubt the doubt meme? Yeah, yeah. And his... I'm just going to like dab away furiously. Mm. Okay, well that's good. That sounds like you've got a lot of interesting things coming up. I have. I've been playing. Assassin's Creed 3 Remastered. Shit the bed. Um, not loads, admittedly. I think last week I said I just finished the um, prologue with Haytham, and now I'm playing as Connor, or going to try and pronounce the uh, um, Native American pronunciation of his actual name, which I believe is 
Ratonaketon. That sounded Italian. So I don't think it did. It did a bit. No, definitely didn't. Yes. But that's his name, um, also known as Connor, because obviously the game's for the Western market, and we can't say things like that. So um, not as in it's it's racist too, as in you know you just heard me attempt it. It was quite difficult. Anyway, almost a bit of a tangent there. Assassin's Creed Three Remastered is difficult to play. Is it? I'm not sure if I'm enjoying it or not. <laughs> to be honest, I am, but I'm not. And I think I think the issue I'm having with it is I'm I'm going for the platinum, and I don't really know why because I've never really been a trophy guy. Until about a year ago when I suddenly decided, yes, I am a trophy guy. Mm. So now I'm playing it to get the Platinum. And one of the constraints of doing so is that you have to complete all of the objectional... uh, Sorry, what am I trying to say? Optional objectives within every mission of the game. And earlier this evening, I kid you not, I was doing the same section of a mission. So not even the whole mission, just the same like three or four minute segment for two hours because it's quite a buggy, glitchy game, and you know how in in yeah, most games, they would have fixed that being a remaster. You would have thought, but there's so many. But I mean, I might be looking back on the original with rose tinted glasses or whatever. But I feel like it wasn't that buggy, especially compared to Unity that you know followed a few years later. But yeah, like I keep seeing NPCs and enemies and stuff just get stuck behind trees, like just consistent, uh, constantly walking forwards into a tree. The other day, I killed a deer, which then quite handily split into three separate deer. So I oh, had wow. three lots of deer meat and and uh, furs to sell, which was lovely. But yeah, they're just the same segment of this mission because you know how in stealth games, the way that you complete stealthy bits is you have to learn like patterns of like patrols and stuff, mm. and then you think, okay, when he's facing that way, I can take out that one, and then I have to get back there before he turns. Stuff like that. It's so inconsistent, and then when you realise like you see an opening then he just fucks up his climbing and before he like jumps basically what I was trying to do is board a ship without being spotted so I'm hanging off the edge of the ship waiting for this guy to come close enough to stab him and pull him over the edge without being seen I do that and then I have to move further along the hull of the ship to another guy and even though I'm holding left most of the time holding left and down to make him not climb over he still does and it's just infuriating so in the end I turned it off because I was oh, like, this is stuck, so... Yeah, I haven't passed it. It's just... It, oh, it's after just two hours. After two bloody hours. Well, I'm on DNA sequence seven, so I'm already sort of halfway through the game. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know, right? Is it like and Assassin's done... Creed 2 where it's like, oh, you're on DNA sequence 11, and now you're on DNA sequence 14? No. Okay. No, they did that in two, I think, because yeah. they knew they were going to make um, sequels as yeah. such. Well, DLC yeah. got better, didn't it? Yeah, it did. But I've, I've done 100% of the constraints on every other mission so far so I'm going to keep going I will finish it and then I think I'm going to play a bit of Bioshock Infinite Remastered because I was talking to Sebi about that the other night when he came to visit to do the podcast well not to do the podcast but you know Mm. um, chatting to him about Bioshock as well I want to play Bioshock I've decided Yeah, I feel like I've missed it I want to get the remastered The, the original Bioshock is one of I mean it was in my top 10 wasn't it I think it was like 5th or 6th just a fab, just brilliant. Don't really know what else to say about it. It's brilliant, yeah. brilliant game. I, I Do you it. know the twist? 
No, I don't think so. Oh. I probably have heard it, but I mean, it's something no, I good. don't know like the context behind, so good. I don't pay attention to it. Good. Well, I look forward to you finally playing it. Yeah. Well, I've got lots to play first. You oh, do. Oh, Days Gone is coming out in two days. Yeah. I'll so I, what, I've this? not hit my target. I said I was gonna. Well, I said I was gonna finish Odyssey before Days Gone, which I have done. But I said I was gonna finish Odyssey and Three Remastered, which mm. I haven't done. Well, I said I I was going to get Days Gone on release, but I think I'm going to get it next Thursday. Why? Hopefully I'll have finished Mass Effect by then. Because that's my payday. I'm booking holidays. (laughs) Going to go to Prague. Going to go to Nulka. Going to go to Lowestoft. Why are you going to Prague as well? Okay, talk me through Prague and Lowestoft. Yeah, Prague, lovely. My nan's in Lowestoft, and she's going to listen to this podcast. Are you go- yeah, well, nans love the podcast. Nans love it. We usually save that for the end, but um, if you're new mm. around here, share this with your nan. Generally speaking, yeah, they love it. Um, who are you going to Prague with? Your beloved? Probably on my own, to be honest. Oh, I think I'm going to go okay. in a couple of weeks. I could come with you. Yeah, you could if you wanted. Well, thanks for well, the should invite. We, should we record an episode out there? Top Chat Live from Prague. Why have you decided that you want to go to Prague on your own? It's like 30 quid return. Why have you not told me about this? So I literally just decided today and I thought I'd mention it on our podcast. With the intention of saying to me, do you want to come to Prague? Or well, you... maybe at some point. I just know that you're a bit of a stick in the mud. Anyway. Um... <laughs> I not mean, a you... travel podcast. Oh, I wish we fucking were. Yeah, yeah that would be. That's, the way... That's mm. where the money is. Have you seen these people who go travelling they're like, oh, I'm a burger. And they like... Make yeah. money off it. Imagine making money off the internet. I know, right? What a thing. What a profound concept. Imagine viewers on the internet Imagine as well. just travelling the world and being paid to do it. Imagine being paid. Yeah, it'd be great, wouldn't it? I'd anyway, it. Uh, let's move on. We're uh, not what, a depressing what, 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 podcast. <laughs> what was I, what was I talking about? Days Gone. Back days to Days Gone. gone. We are yep. a Days Gone podcast. We are. Exclusively from now on. Yep, nothing else um, will be discussed. But yeah, th- this is a really good month. I'm enjoying this month. I've got... Okay. Uh, Avengers Endgame tomorrow, which I'm going to go see, if I don't fall asleep. I'm, I've got to wake up at 5am. Um, 5am? 5 5 and then I'm going to the cinema at 8. 8am? 8, 8, <laughs> 8, 8 in the evening. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. it's a three, and out, th- three hour film. Oh, you're definitely going to fall, fall asleep. asleep you know? I, I would. If you're going to a decent... like If you're going to Peckhamplex, then you're not going to fall asleep. No, I'm going to a... But if you're going to a decent uh, cinema... I'm going to Everyman in uh, Muzzy Hill. Lovely. And um, yeah, Game of Thrones as well is this this month. Don't watch it. Well, you should. No, it's <laughs> a bit too late now. Oh but yeah, I'm not going to. Very good. Apparently, everyone's dying or like everyone's dead. No, that, that's, that's just Game the, of Thrones. That's what the spoilers. Not, not the new episodes, no. Oh okay. Anything else? So days gone. That. Yeah. That, oh. that's, that's pretty much it. Decent month. Decent month. And speaking of decent month. Okay. Uh, on our Metacritic this week. Oh yeah, Mortal Kombat 11 has just come out. Can I? Can I guess? You can guess. Go on. So what? This is the PlayStation 4 version. I was going to say what version. I'm going to go with because and my basis for this is that generally speaking, Mortal Kombat games are reviewed quite highly because they are somewhat formulaic, but I think they're very well made and they appeal to that childish brutal like gore obsessed idiot that lives inside all of us so they generally speaking they get reviewed quite well so I'm going to go for a nice little 83 he's fucking done it ladies and gentlemen 83 really yeah no way bang on 83 83 
fucking I'm so happy with that and that's the end of the podcast forever well yeah I mean we've peaked literally peaked if this doesn't get oh I'm all sweaty 8.3 viewers oh my god then... do you know what's weird about that is I was thinking the whole time I was like just spouting that nonsense you were going to say 84 I was going to say 82 oh shit and then at the last minute I thought you know what I always go for Bump even numbers well no I just I've got this obsession with even numbers I don't like odd numbers but I thought really unlike me to just be like Fuck it, let's try something new. 83. 83! Hey, try something I'm new, ladies and gentlemen. I'm so happy. You should I'm, see him when he, on his birthday, right when he now. becomes like an odd number. Oh, I'm going to be oh, an odd number inconsolable. this year. <laughs> I'm going to be an odd number this year. Are you? Yeah, well, you, sh- you should know. Oh, we yeah, are the same age. 24. Yeah, but 25. 5's a nice odd number. Oh, this time it's not. Oh, no. You're it might be alright when I'm 35 30. and I don't care, but 25 is just no, like... Oh. 35 is worse than 25. No, because I still feel young. By the time I'm 35, I'm probably going to feel 35. No, but then you'll be like, oh, now I feel old. You won't, yeah, you won't be like young, but you'll feel old. Your life will be over. And we'll be on Top Chat episode <laughs> 1000 and we'll get three of your listeners. Still. Yeah. <laughs> well, if anything, we'll have got less. <laughs> It's so we'll annoying. have stopped viewing that, our videos. That 83, that little guess right there, is so incredibly brilliant. But no one in the world, apart from you and maybe Seb, is, is going to hear it. And I feel like the whole world needs to hear that, because that was fantastic. A one in 100 chance of getting it. Exactly. That's the proudest I've ever been for anything ever. chance. I even did the finger snap, because I was so excited. Oh, it's, it's 2002 all over again. Well, congratulations to... Whoever develops, um, I know you said Ninja Gaiden then, um, Mortal Kombat. More importantly, yes. congratulations to you. Thank you, that is far more important. We should, we should, let's tweet the developers, see if we can get a congratulations. Okay, are you going to do that right now? Nah, maybe not right no. now. No, I was going to say, they, well, they might be very confused. S- speaking of things that haven't speaking been tweeted things, yet. Yes. Matt's just released a new Topinion. Oh yeah. He hasn't called it Topinion though, he's gone no. for a bit of a mix up and he's designed the bloody I, thumbnail I did the thumbnail which is why it's not very good um, I've, I've had two days off in a row and not a lot to do so I just decided to whack one out um, it's about Fortnite it's about why I think it's it's five reasons why I think Fortnite is the world beating success that it is so you can go and check that out do on the YouTube channel us? give us one reason one reason is because of something you might not consider straight away is because of the age rating because Fortnite is, do you want to do you want to guess what Fortnite is? Seven plus. Uh, it was twelve plus. Twelve plus. There is violence at the end uh, of the day. It's not gonna be seven plus. You do uh, shoot uh. people. But yeah, twelve plus. So that's one of the reasons I think yeah, the so game has uh, no blood in it. No blood. No. Mm. No swearing. And they don't. E- they don't even use the term kill. Do they not? No. If you if you shoot Cunted. someone. Yes, you've cunt- you've cunted them out of the game. It just Absolutely pops up saying twatted someone. <laughs> plus one cunted. No uh, elimination. Okay. Yeah, and and it used to be back when I used to play it, like in the oh, in the really early days before anyone was good. Um, the the little icon that showed you how many eliminations you had used to be a skull, mm. and then a few months later they changed it to a crosshair. That's how mm. kid friendly. Anyway, so yeah, that's on the YouTube channel uh, now, so yeah. you can go and check that out. For the other four, I've not reasons. got the, the reason. Yeah, for the other four reasons. Yeah, spoiler alerts. It's no. like. Avengers Endgame, Matt's top opinion. You know we don't want to spoil things here. No, you no. Know, equally, equally important. Here. I can't wait till you 
make a billion in revenue as well as Avengers. Well, I've tried to go a bit clickbaity and zeitgeist, so um, yeah, mm. hashtag sellout. Uh, should we do the news? We might as well. The news this week is really weird because there's not really anything of interest. You know, I feel like most weeks we'll have one or two big stories and then mm. you decided you were going to do Woody's Roundup and then that immediately just, you haven't done that since. That was like episode 11 or whatever. Wow. Well, this week, you'll be pleased to know, it's pretty much just exclusively tidbits. Is it? So so it's not what's occurring, it's Woody's Roundup. Yeah. Um, Shall I just get into it? Might as well. I feel like I've talked a lot already. But it's fine, because they're about to... They, as in the listeners, you guys, you're about to hear a lot of uh, Joe's voice anyway, so... Is it? And a little disclaimer, they do sound very similar. Oh, uh, in Joe that bit, Seth. I thought you meant I was going to talk about the news a lot. Was, no, 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 you've got your... I was wetting my whistle. No, you, you're about to be lead presenter in about 10, 15 I minutes' am. time. Yeah. But yeah, you do sound very similar. Anyway, it doesn't go well. We'll segue into that in a minute. I'm sure it does. I haven't even listened to it yet. Anyway, the news... So, I'm just going to reel through these. If there's anything you want to sort of dive into and we can dissect, we can talk about together, then I guess we can do just that. Yes. But for now, uh, this is in no particular order because, as I say, none of it's particularly interesting. Oh. So, from the top, PUBG, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, uh, to that's the what uninitiated. That stands for. Did Fuck you not me. know? Oh, that's a joke. You just oh. killed my joke literally right but, there. No, but that is the sort of thing you wouldn't know, to be <clears> fair, <throat> because you don't have any interest in games like this so to be fair i did think for a minute maybe you've just heard people saying PUBG and always been like oh yeah yeah what this makes me want to go to the pub okay should we go to the pub not right now you've got to be up in like three minutes um so PUBG has been unbanned in nepal for now um so good news if you're listening and you're in nepal following on from that famous news story where it was banned in nepal that i did not know about but yes exactly Well, it's the only country in the world, I think, other than like China, that it's banned in for so some been to unknown Nepal reason. Three times. That's a very, very, very <laughs> obscure Gavin and Stacey reference, right there. Um, but good news to you, Nepalese, is you won't get arrested for playing PUBG anymore. Happy days. Uh, Halo Infinite, the upcoming. Is, it, is Halo Infinite the new one, isn't it? And then there's the Master Chief Collection as well. So Halo Infinite, yeah. the new Halo game, is not launching with a battle royale. Um, seemingly because mm. the developers at 343 realise that it's not going to be as good or as world-beating as Fortnite anyway. I so mean, what's the point? by the time Halo Infinite launches, which is probably two years' time, will, will, will it be a thing still? Well, I mean, we're fast approaching Fortnite's second birthday anyway, and it's still the biggest... And, like, Minecraft's yeah, no, Yeah, I know, but, like, as uh, I'm sure Fortnite is going to carry on. Oh, yeah. Like, killing it, but... As as Minecraft's still killing it, but it's it's killing it in the background now. Minecraft GTA Five. L- listen to my top opinion if you want to know more about how Minecraft is. Minecraft's the most played game monthly in the world. Yeah, it's got but like ninety saying, million still killing monthly it, players. But it's it's not at the forefront of everyone. Like Minecraft at one point, the same with Fortnite. It was on the front page all the time. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, no, it depends where you so, look. So, but, but two years. There'll be another game, No Maybe. Man's Sky 2 or something. Yeah, yeah, you wish. Um, following on from the PlayStation Classic and the... Uh, Nint- well, what was the Nintendo? The, the Super Nintendo Mini, whatever. Uh, from those things. Uh, Sega are doing a, Ma- a Mega Drive Mini. Uh, this has been announced before. I think we even mentioned it, to be honest. But they've 
uh, revealed 10 more games that are due to be launching with the, the mini console. And they are Castle of Illusion, starring Mickey Mouse, World of Illusion, starring Mickey Mouse, and Donald Duck. Thunder Force 3, Super Fantasy Zone, Shinobi 3, Streets of Rage 2, uh, Earthworm Jim, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Contra Hard Corpse or Hardcore. That might be Hardcore because it's C-O-R-P-S, but that means core, doesn't it? Or that's pronounced core. And I think Contra is a game about, like, army. And within the realms of the army, C-O-R-P-S is pronounced core. Is it? Yeah. Okay, I never yeah. knew that. Um, and Landstalker. So those are your ten games. Uh, they're joining Sonic the Hedgehog 1, Echo the Dolphin, Castle, uh, Castlevania Bloodline. Uh, Castlevania. Castlevania. Northern. Castlevania Bloodline, Space Harrier 2, Shining Force, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Oh my god, what a game. Toe Jam and Earl, Comic Zone, Altered Beast, and Gunstar Toe Heroes. Yeah, I mean... I think Streets of Rage 2 and Earthworm Jim are going to be pretty big draws for some people there, so decent Sonic reveal. Sonic the Hedgehog 2? Yeah, Sonic oh, the Hedgehog 1 and 2. Do you know what my um, favourite game on the, my Sega Mega Drive was? You had a Mega Drive? A Sega Mega Drive 2, actually. Did you? Yeah. Go on. Um, oh, what was it? A Paperboy, I think it was called. No you, idea. You played as a Paperboy. Did you? That sounds yeah. thrilling. It, it really was. So that um, the sorry, I'm just going to move completely on from that. The Sega Mega Drive Mini launches on the 19th of September, I believe, worldwide. Wow! In some more Star Wars news, oh god, we really are rattling through. There's not a lot of news. There really isn't. It's been a very dry week. Um, Jedi Fallen Order, the upcoming Star Wars game from Respawn Entertainment. I think that's what they're called, aren't they? Yeah. Um, they claimed recently that it is a single-player experience only with no DLC and no online modes. However, the game was listed on the PlayStation Store recently for pre-order, uh, and in the product description, you know where it says, like, the age rating and then network mm. enabled and stuff, blah, blah, blah. Um, it does say online play, brackets optional, which I've never seen before. So, mm. I haven't I've heard about good. this story. I mean, that's all it is. It's not really. <laughs> I mean, what I'm hoping this is... It's just someone at Sony's cocked up with the list. Either listing. that, or it's online co-op, something like that. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be nice. We could be play good. a game together. We could. When we... was the last time we played a game together? Well, we played a bit of FIFA recently. Oh, yeah. Actually, on last week's episode, we did say halfway through, we were like, "Oh, should we play a bit of FIFA after this?" And we actually did. It was fun. Man, I have been crushing it on FIFA. I played Seb on FIFA. I played you on FIFA. I, yeah, hang on. We played. Did we play yesterday? We played yesterday. You won yeah, twice. Yeah, I won twice. You won once. Yeah, but yeah. let's be real. Who who did who were you when you won? Oh, first Man game City. I was Man City. Yeah. Yeah. And then you were Arsenal. I didn't beat you with. Did I beat you with Arsenal? Yeah. Well, I was Anzik Mashakalala in the Russian league. Yes. That then, sounds like a Russian name. Yeah. Some fucking some French team. Oh yeah. Yeah, but also FIFA is your game, wow, and I haven't played FIFA in about a year. Wow. More than that. Yeah, well, last time I played and FIFA was against you anyway. Yeah, I killed Seb, though. I'm sure oh, he did. He, we played Man United versus Man United. Why? Because we're both Man United fans. Mm, classic. Being not from New York. Yeah. And uh, he beat me because I got my typical red card. Nice. Who and got then, red uh, carded? Oh, probably Chris Smolin, let's probably, be honest. Yeah. And um, 
And then I beat him like 7-1 and 8-2. Oh, okay. Yeah. So could I beat Seth? Question. You, maybe. Hmm. Know, we might we'll find see. out, yeah. Well, he's coming back, isn't he? he is. Not to do more on... Well, I mean, he could do a bit more on Top Chat if he wants, but probably he not. He, he might not have time. Anyway. Um, next on the list of not very interesting news. April the 21st, which was three days ago, uh, was the 30th birthday of the original Game Boy. Mental. Bloody mental. 30. 30 years. That means I'm 30 yeah. years old. It does not. Oh, no, it doesn't. Yeah, you're right. Um, I'm 24. Yeah, <laughs> stop talking about age. I remember when I, I played the... See, I, I I was one of these like millennial kids here. I was all over here happy with my Game Boy Color. Yeah, and I then someone color. showed me a Game Boy, and I was like, what the fuck? Mm. Black and white and... That's bloody mental. Look at mm. Tetris without the colours. You kidding me? Ding, 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 bloody ding, crazy. Yeah, I've. I was over here with full colour micro machines. I've still got my Game Boy Color, and I know somewhere in my dad's house is a big fat Game Boy. It was one of the clear plastic ones. You as had well. a clear plastic one. Yeah. See, ah. gamers. <laughs> Have an obsession with, with clear, clear plastic. plastic. Yeah, yeah, you love seeing the. I mechanics. fucking hate it. I we, remember seeing. I think there was a clear plastic PlayStation controller recently, and oh, I saw a. Th- ooh, that looks. I saw on Reddit the other day an Xbox One controller that was. Oh no, it's the Xbox clear. One that's kind of like half white, half clear. Yeah. Oh, everyone's like, ooh, ooh. Nah, it's I'm not like, very nice. Ah, I don't like that. Mate, I don't want to be seeing the wires. Yeah, if it was fully clear, I would. I, I swear Xbox, like the original Xbox, had like green and purple, I think, clear controllers. Maybe. Anyway. Oh, I remember that. No, there was the Game Boy Advance, the purple clear one. Oh, yeah, I didn't have that. I never had an Advance, but I had an Advance SP. Did you? I had the flippy up one. Nice. I I had had a purple Advance and a yellow colour. My colour is uh, aquamarine. Is it? Oh, yeah. Ooh, that's that's a nice colour, isn't it? Yeah, let's go with that, shall we? I miss, nice. I miss a time of like some tacky little plastic colours. Yeah. I remember my my older brother, he um for his PlayStation two, he went to Wales on holiday. Went to apparently, Wales. Apparently that's a holiday <laughs> Just not a holiday. And uh he came back with his PlayStation two decked out in red vinyl wrapping. Oh. Red shiny oh, vinyl God. wrapping. Peeled off instantly. Oh, I have a little confession to make based on that. What's that? So about two years ago, no, more than that, because I've had... So my pride and joy is my PS4 controller, which was is, rather, a limited edition PlayStation 1 original, like, grey. I can't remember what it's called, but, like, the PlayStation grey. It's the anniversary it's, one. Yeah, yeah, it's that on my controller, and I love it. It's my favourite thing in the world. Before that, I just had a standard black controller, and I was really bored that by poor it. controller. No, I had two. So you've yeah, that's the thing. Your controller is my controller, and it's yes. absolutely disgusting. But I had another one, and I for some reason I was bored with it just being black. And I, you might remember this now because I'm pretty sure you saw it. I bought off Amazon for like fifty p. Wait, a, is it the Assassin's Creed? No, no, oh, no, okay. no. It it was a gold. Yeah, Ooh. a gold sticky vinyl for the controller. Oh. And bear in mind, I did this when I was 22, <laughs> so it's not acceptable. <laughs> yeah, that's not. Um, uh, I'm 24 now, but I was 22. I was so young. That's yeah, that's not no, even it's like. Not, a... No, it's not an excuse. I don't know what happened. I just thought, oh yeah, that might look good. You thought you were pimping. 
it didn't even because it, it was like I'm gonna have to grab my where is my control? Oh, it's all over there. So basically, rather than wrap all the way around the handle, for example, it would like wrap on that panel and then that panel. So there were always tiny little gaps. Yeah. All... So yeah. But also, you never get it without Shocking. the lumps. No, never. It's impossible. Never. It's yeah. It is impossible without the air bubbles. That's a really good. Uh... That was a really good tangent. I like that. Thank you. Well, happy <laughs> you birthday to the Game Boy. Anyway. Yeah, happy birthday, Game Boy. Thanks for being uh, my first a ever good handheld console. console. Yeah, my first. I mean, it was, was... The, probably the first ever popular handheld console, wasn't it? Yeah, can't you think imagine of, so. Think of much else that was. Nah, it's got to be that going on before then. It's got to be that. Um, here's one for you. So apparently, I didn't know this. Uh, right now, the Fortnite World Cup is going on, or it oh, was wow. last week. I don't, I don't know what this consists of. I don't know. Well, don't know anything about. It. I didn't even know it was on. So. The story here is that Epic have caught X amount of players cheating within the tournament thus far. Um, do you want to hazard a guess while you just absolutely neck that pint of water and some of it dribbles down your chin? Do you want to just guess how many players Epic caught cheating in the first... Oh, it's on your t-shirt. Um, Epic caught cheating in the first week of the tournament. Give me a little bit of context. Well, this like, is the say thing. how many players are in the tournament. I, d- I didn't know. All right, seventy thousand. Uh, well, no, that's, oh. <laughs> no. Bit... Three hundred and ninety-four. No, there's more. All right, one thousand two hundred people Blimey. over. Blimey. But I don't know how many people are in this tournament, but I would imagine it's probably around, based off of that number, five to ten thousand, maybe. Because mm. there's a lot of like pros and and whatever. Like there's a really big like competitive scenes there's probably a lot of players but for 1200 players to have been caught cheating mental it's a lot chill out guys what do you think i don't know why i've i've turned the news into a quiz for you because okay. it keeps it slightly interesting what do you think is the best selling game of 2019 thus far because we've just had the end of q1 haven't we which is quarter 1 for those who don't mm. know <laughs> business and economics so the first quarter of the year is gone. I'd say the best-selling game is a game that's not released in 2019. Or is this the best-selling game? No, 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 released? no. This is this is the best-selling game. So, so basically, what you're saying could be true because Red Dead Redemption is like fifth, and yeah. even GTA, GTA Five is like ninth. always up there. Yeah, yeah GTA's in GTA the top and Minecraft 10, are always there. Um, no, so is, it, it, is this in 2019? It, yeah, it's a game that has been released in 2019 as well. Also, to give you a little bit of a... Oh, actually, I don't know. Anthem. No, it's not Anthem. Um, Division 2. No. I was oh, going to give you... Of those. No, it's neither of those. All right, give me a clue then, because I'm Well, I don't know clueless. if this is a clue or not. Um, I believe it's a console exclusive. But it might not be. I think it is. The, the, the predecessors both were. Hmm. But... Red Dead's a console exclusive. So far, anyway. It is, yeah. It's a game you have probably forgotten about. Because you don't have any interest in it. Is it Kingdom Hearts? It's Kingdom Hearts 3. Is the best-selling game of 2019 thus far. Bloody hell. So it's sold. How sold? Uh, don't know. Should have looked that up. Um, so it's Shouldn't have to. So it's outsold. Yeah, like you say, Anthem, The Division 2, Sekiro, it's outsold. It's outsold um, the Resident Evil 2 remake. I would have said out of like... Because yeah. I'd say the standout games of 2019 so far, what you've listed, Anthem and Division, then Sekiro, 
uh, Kingdom Hearts, Resident Evil, and what's the other one? That was it. That's, all That's it. Yeah, <laughs> those, those are the standout games of 2019 so far. Yeah, I would have definitely put Division Two and Anthem above both or all of the single player I games. I would have put Division Two. I I knew Anthem wasn't going to sell well because the, yeah, but even mm, the post it or didn't, sorry, the pre-launch weekend just ruined that game. Yeah, but it's sort of it. It's like Division, uh, Destiny, sorry, like, it doesn't have great press starting off, but because of, like, who developed it, who released it, the marketing behind it, it's, yeah. it sells a lot. I think it's having a lot of problems, though, isn't it? Like, it's had a really shaky mm. start. I don't think people have got behind it. So, yeah, congratulations to Square Enix, um, because they've got the best-selling game of 2019 thus far. And I haven't even bought it yet. I want to, but I haven't yet. All right. What what's going to be the best selling game by the end of the year? Uh, released in this year, or just this yeah, year? Yeah, released in this year. Um, I don't know because I'm not as good with release calendars as you are. Is there a Mario game coming out? Uh, oh, actually, no. Does I'm gonna... Mario Maker two? No, that won't be. I'm going to stick my neck out and say, um, Pokemon, Sword, Sword and Shield. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Because I think Pokemon Sun and Moon sold very, very well, and I think Pokemon Go really revitalised the franchise's mm. like hat. Well, saying that, the DS games always sold just unbelievable numbers. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to say Sword and Shield. I'll tell you why you're wrong in three three little words. Go on. Call of Duty. Uh, do people care? Well, Call of Duty uh, Black Ops 4 was the best-selling game of last year. Was people it really? still care, yeah. Wow, Even over care. Red Dead 2. No. Actually, I don't know if you've got this in the news, but um, I saw... A I cu- probably don't. <laughs> uh, in fact, no, Call I Call of Duty, uh, the new game, has been oh, played yeah. by yeah. a couple of people. That, I think it was an American footballers or something were posting it. As I, an ad sponsor thing. All I over did see the media. story, but I didn't deem it worthwhile because it was literally that. It was mm. Mm, people have been playing the new Call of Duty. Who is it this year? Um, Sledgehammer. Sledgehammers. Yeah, yeah. Advanced Warfare Two, Infinite Warfare Two. Um, yeah, I probably don't know. some other. That was the last Call of Duty I played. What Infinite? The one where you started bouncing around. I think the last Call of Duty you played was Advanced. Because Infinite Warfare is the one that came bundled with uh, COD yeah. 4 Remastered. We both played Advanced Warfare and raced to like that First one? Prestige and never played it again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's that. That's pretty much the end of the gaming news, but there is one other story that I wanted to oh. mention, just because I'm a big fan, um, much like you with Game of, Thro- Game of Thrones. So tomorrow, which is April the 25th, so this will have already passed by the time you're listening to it, uh, so go and find it, I suppose. There's going to be a live stream video thing revealing details on James Bond 25 the new film that's too much dead air That's you need to say something I've got nothing to say that's far too much um, I might just cut that down a little bit so it's not that much dead air but um, there was a silence for at least 10 seconds I was going to um, say 2 minutes I was going to make people think that we just stared at each other for, for 3 minutes we could do shall we let's start now Wow, nah, it's, it, that was the longest three minutes of my life. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Daniel Craig. So yeah, is D- Daniel thing? Craig is is Bond still. It's probably going to be his last film. Uh, Lia Seydoux, who was in Spectre as like the eye candy, 
she is reprising her role, which is interesting because the last two, the last three Bond films have not been based on books. So basically, the the, the franchise rebooted with Daniel Craig doing Casino Royale because Casino Royale is the first book and is where I'd love to do a, a James Bond podcast because I really do like James Bond a lot. But basically, own, yeah, well, I might do. It basically rebooted the franchise because people like Sean Connery and Pierce Brosnan had basically ruined the character. So they started from scratch with Daniel Craig. Um, he has absolutely nailed what James Bond is meant to be. And then Quantum of Solace was brilliant. Skyfall was decent. Spectre, I thought, was a bit meh. But interestingly, for James Bond 25, supposedly Rami Malek is going to be playing the villain who is, of course, uh, from Mr. Robot and then more recently Bohemian Rhapsody playing Freddie Mercury. Are you going to look him up? No, I just remember, like, <laughs> I was going to say famously from... And then... Oh, no, I was going to... I was going to interject there with a funny. Go on. Rami Malek famously from Night of the Museum. Oh, yeah, because he's Tutankhamun, isn't he? He is, yeah. Because yeah, it's funny because really he's not famous for being in that That's film, good humour, that. There's really good humour. Comedic anyway. timing is on point at top chat. It really is. We're pretty much bang on. Well, I just want to... Oh, go on. Are we expecting any James Bond gaming news? No. Well, they, mean, did, they didn't make a game for in, Skyfall or Spectre, so... Ah, I can imagine them doing a... Have I, I don't know if I've mentioned... You must know this, but I don't know if I've met, ever mentioned it on the podcast. I feel like I have. Um, the last James Bond game we got yeah, because I think in, in franchises we want to see rebooted, which is what, like episode 4 or 5? I mentioned James Bond games, because the last Bond game we got was Quantum of Solace in, I think, 2008 or nine, developed by Treyarch, and uh, I was, for about three or four days, I was number two in the world on, yeah, no, on their equivalent of free-for-all. I can't remember well, what the game mode was called. Well, I can see them doing sort of like a... Uh... Not like a a complete tie into the movie, but maybe some sort of like a Mad Max situation, where oh, they've just maybe. got the the franchise coming out at the same time, but they're not actually related to each other. But they're just sort of in the public conscience. I can see yeah. that happening. James Bond would be pretty good. Yeah, it'd be brilliant with with the the I'd rise of Hitman again. Yeah, but I suppose Hitman's always been like a game, hasn't it? Like the two Hitman movies are both pretty terrible I mean well I haven't seen the one with um, oh god the more recent one I haven't seen I've seen the one with Timothy Oliphant and it's actually it's not not that bad it's pretty awful but it's not it's watchable but apparently the the more recent one's even worse so um, one day was just rank the worst video game movies ever that's a shout write that down anyway anything else you wanted to add before we transition no transition so yeah upcoming now upcoming now coming up now is uh, words are difficult I'm kind of glad this has been a quick week for me Um, yeah mentioned it earlier so Sebby from the Webby Sebastian Walsh good lad came to our abode to crash for the night before he went to Poland where he currently is but uh, you and him recorded a feature I guess we could call it on Bethesda and why you both like their games. Yeah. And I'm glad I wasn't involved because I don't really know anything about any well, of them. It turns out, as I was games. recording this, realised I've completed like 
two Bethesda games. Really? This is Bethesda Game Studios, by the way. A little caveat. Okay. Not just Bethesda in general, but Bethesda right. Game Studios. So we looked back. It turns out Seb's played pretty much all their releases. Oh. Um, Sweaty. Well, since like, I think he's played Elder Scrolls, all the Elder Scrolls games, um, Fallout since Bethesda Game Studios took it over. Blimey. Uh, and yeah, and then we look forward to Elder Scrolls Six and Starfield. Has he played Fallout seventy six? He hasn't though. No. Oh, okay, so he doesn't go on like a rant about that halfway through. Uh, we we have a little chat about it, but okay. I think he's similar to me. We're we're not big online gamers. Fair enough. Well, ladies and gentlemen, without further, is it a do or a do? It's just a a do. A yeah. do means goodbye. I've got yes. it tattooed on my body. Yeah, you do. Uh, so without further of that, <laughs> here is uh, Joe and Seb. <laughs> Take it away, guys. Transition. Wow, such a smooth transition. Here we go. <laughs> All right, this is the the Bethesda special with me, Joe, and Sebby, not from the Webby, in now real in life. real life. In real person. How, How are, are you, Seb? Uh, I'm well. Heart attacks aside, I'm good. Heart attacks aside, yeah. Heart attack. Yep, I'm, I'm right. Wow. Uh, you're a big Bethesda fan, aren't you? So I'm a bit of a fanboy. Yeah, so that's what we're going to talk about today. Well, maybe we'll start off listing our favourite Bethesda games. How does that sound? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Go on, then. I'm, I'm going to guess yours. Uh, Morrowind is your favourite Bethesda game? It, it's hard to say my favourite because they, there's different reasons why I like each of the different games. Because they all do something different well and then other things really badly. But I'd, I'd have to go with Skyrim as the, my favourite overall in general just because yeah. the amount of hours I've put into it and what how many times you've bought it as well yeah um five five times but I owned six copies six that's ridiculous yeah I got the special edition though for free because I'd owned it on PC with all the DLC so but, so the special edition of Skyrim is like when all the remasters came out yeah 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 okay but it doesn't operate any graphics because computers are great no but like um <clears throat> The, the one of the good things about Skyrim is you on PC you can make it still look like a 2018 game yeah even though it's really old seen the mods yeah some wow. of the total conversions as well my, my definitive place to play Skyrim was the Switch <laughs> so good having it on the Switch I tell you because I had it on I think we had it on PS3 I think we got it together yeah yeah um, and then uh, I just always forgot about it I'd play like 50-60 hours and then I'd be like you did oh. the companions that was like the first thing you did was companions maybe um, which is like the fighters guild sort of equivalent of Skyrim I remember you doing that and then you never did the main story I, have you have you finished the main story I've Skyrim? finished the main story now yeah yeah it's underwhelming isn't it yeah well I mean yeah I um that's a big problem with Skyrim it, it was um it was, uh, yeah it was alright but I mean I'd played Skyrim before. In my head, I'd completed Skyrim. Because I'd... Well, not completed it, but I'd played it enough. I'd played, like, mm. three characters, did, like, 50 hours, never got through the main story. But I finally did on Switch, which that's it's just awesome being on Switch because I was literally, like, sitting in bed, like, you know, nothing to do. And I was like, oh, I'll play a mission on my Switch. Mm. It absolutely banged. That's why I really want Fallout 3 on Switch as well. Oh, Fallout 3 is good. It's a good game. That'd be sick. I kind of... I reckon that's... Uh, Reckon that's going to come at E3. Little reckon... prediction there. There we go. Inside scoop. Top I, trap. I wouldn't put bo- it past dropping bombs. 
Well, yeah, that's the thing. Bethesda have been su supporting um, uh, the Switch more than like anyone else. There's Wolfenstein. Doom. Uh, Doom, yeah. I think Wolfenstein New Blood is going to come to Switch as well. Yeah, I had... Uh, oh, no, they were doing... Was it Wolfenstein 2 they are bringing out as well for Switch? Yeah, something like that. Um, this is Bethesda Game Studio special, by the way. Any Doom and Rage and Prey fans... You losers, uh, um, and Dishonored, out and Dishonored, and Dishonored too. Yeah. Although Dishonored is a is a, a cracking game. Is it? I never played Dishonored. Good, good story. Um, it was Dishonored two. I didn't really like, but Dishonored one was quite good because the way you played it affected how the story ended. Mm. So if you were a stealth character, but you still killed people, it would affect the story differently to if you're a stealth character who didn't kill people, or if you just went around killing everyone, or if you did like a mix, it affected the ending of the game. Whether yeah. or not you got a good or a bad ending, so it made you want to go back and replay it. Yeah, I, I bloody hate stealth. I'm shit at it. <laughs> I can't even stealth on Horizon Zero Dawn, and that's got like zero stealth mechanics. <laughs> it's just the hide in the long grass, and I can't even do that. Um, all right, so your top one is Skyrim. Yeah. Uh, um, number two, I presume the top end. three are Elder Scrolls. Um, Would you put any Fallout's above Elder Scrolls? Yeah, I'd put a Fallout above Oblivion, but it wouldn't be a Bethesda Game Studios one. It'd be Fallout New Vegas mm, by Obsidian, Obsidian, yeah, which I think was a lot better than Fallout Three. Which one? Sorry, New Vegas. New Vegas, yeah. New Vegas is better than Fallout Three. Okay. Well, see, here's the thing. I the New Vegas uh, that we had on PS3. I remember buying that because Fallout Three is one of my favorite games of all yeah, time. Yeah. I got into New Vegas or bought New Vegas and I was like oh I can't wait literally like I think what the guy gets shot in the head or something then you wake up in someone's house and yeah. then you sort of do the loose tutorial of like going and shooting some rats or something like that yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. like nah don't want to shouldn't have to I just don't <laughs> want to do this and for some reason I just didn't ever get into it and then you just ended up I was like playing yeah. New Vegas and you were like yeah go ahead so the story of that game was was good, but then also it like had quite a, a different sort of richer world, I think, than Fallout mm. Three. Um, it also had all the different factions and stuff like that, which was quite cool. So you, yeah. could, it felt more like an RPG where you like chose what happened that you really like affected the story in that one, which was quite good. Yeah, I really liked the idea of Las Vegas and stuff, and then considering like that was the time when all PS3 games were like brown. And that one was had a little bit of a colour palette, which was pretty good. But no, I never got into it. And then everyone's more like, oh, there's like proper RPG mechanics and like your choices actually affect things, which is a big gripe on Fallout Four. Yes. But I don't know. To That's... me, like I don't know. Fallout Three was because that was probably my first sort of Western style RPG I actually played. Mm. Like uh, I remember going around our friend's house when we were kids, and he had it. And he was playing the... Um, oh, it was Scott's, wasn't it? Scott, yeah. 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 He was playing the Mothership Zeta, I think it was called. Yeah, yeah, he just bought it, hadn't he? The, the DLC. And uh, I remember the the big thing was like that ray gun being in Fallout 3 that like killed anyone instantly. So he was going around collecting all the alien weapons in that DLC, over-encumbered. Like, it was just like <laughs> trotting around really, really slowly. But for some reason, I was like, yeah, that game looks cool, as he was like explaining the mechanics to me. Um, I, I do remember that. it was I, I enjoyed Fallout 3 like I don't get me wrong there was some good quests there's some good factions and things like that but um, the, the main story was good I really enjoyed that it was a really solid main story I feel Liam Neeson 
Yeah, he was good in it. I just, I don't know, I don't know what it was. I always find it hard to go back to play Fallout 3, whereas I can really quite easily drop into Fallout New Vegas, but I think that's maybe because there's more choice. Mm. The fact that I can just go off and do things. Mm. But um, speaking of Fallout, I would put Fallout 4 as my worst of the modern Bethesda game studio games. Okay. So, to preface this, we have, well, I haven't played anything before Fallout 3. I think you've played... Um, I, I played a little bit of Oblivion. I didn't like that either. When we, were, I remember when you bought Oblivion, I hated yeah. it. You, I hate, you were the reason I bought Oblivion. Though. I hated the way the people looked in Oblivion. It was oh, that, it's so that stupid! Chubby, yeah, cheat face. They looked like me. I did find the art style from Morrowind. I, I find it nicer than the one from Oblivion. I think Oblivion's too cartoony. Yeah, every time I see Morrowind, it's just really dark. Yeah, but that suits the suits mm. the world. But I remember buying Oblivion. Was, Oblivion was the first Xbox game I bought. Um, I'm just telling him not to tap on the table so it's not coming through the mic. <laughs> I'm just accentuating my points. Um, no, I, I believe it was the first time I bought You were like, oh yeah, my friend Tim plays this. He really likes it. I think you'll like it. It's the first Xbox mm-hmm. game I bought. I played it. I used to get really scared of the, the dungeon. Um, the beginner's dungeon. Couldn't play yeah. it for like a couple of weeks. Managed to get my way through that dungeon. Went to do the main story. Got really scared of the portals. I was like seven at this time. <laughs> and I was like, no, I can't do the portals. So I'd have like massive breaks, come back to it a bit older and be like... Oh yeah, this is really obvious now. Yeah, I, I, I did enjoy, I did enjoy it, but um, I've played uh, so, Arena, Daggerfall, Morrowind, Oblivion, Skyrim. Like my first, I didn't play them in order, obviously. But yeah, yeah. I've gone back and played Arena and Daggerfall because a lot of people Daggerfall is their favourite. Yeah, because that's the massive one, isn't it? That's like as big as the UK or something like that. It's well, huge. Arena's got procedurally generated dungeons and things like that, yeah. so. Like they're always randomised and you can get lost in there for ages. Mm. But Daggerfall had some cool like RPG systems. Have you ever played uh, the first Elder Scrolls? Yeah, Arena. Is that Arena? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's just like a dungeon crawler. They just sort so of... you played them all. Can you yeah, yeah. complete them all. No, I'm not complete them all. Okay, but I feel like I I also did I buy you the original Fallout's on PC for like a birthday or something. Um, Fallout One. I don't know. Two. I feel like there was a Fallout, Fallout One, Two, and Tactics package in game or something that I vaguely remember buying you. But maybe I'm making things up. I'm not sure. I know I've got them, um, but they're on my Steam library, so yeah, okay. I don't know if it's. I remember picking up Fallout One and Two. I've played a bit of Fallout One, but that's like the isometric one. Yeah. So it's completely different to Fallout Three. So yeah. it's. I don't particularly like that. Well, they're not actually Bethesda games either. Are they? No, no, they're. Well, they're by the original people from Obsidian. Yeah, I can't remember what the original studio was called, but it was them who did it. Yeah. Yeah. It was like Black Isle or something oh, like that. Yeah, Black Isle, I think it was. Yeah. Um, it had good lore, but like, I don't get the people who complain yeah. about Fallout 3 and Fallout 4 not being like a traditional Fallout game. Yeah. When in reality, like... They're just different. They're, they're completely different styles. Yeah. I mean, I can get sort of like, oh, it's a they're using the name of the franchise and sort of like the... The aesthetic and setting, but you know, it's it's completely different. And besides, the people who Obsidian made that Wasteland series as well, which is I think they yeah. made Wasteland. That's basically the original Fallout's anyway. So they're also making yeah, uh, Outer Worlds as well. Yeah, we'll which, talk about that in a bit. Oh yes, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Um, all right then. So where are we? Top five list. Let's oh, quickly so round it out. We got Skyrim at the top, Morrowind in number two, just because it had a great story. Like I don't, I think that if you if there was to be an episode on video game stories, 
I'd include Morrowind in my top three for that one. Okay, that's that's interesting for an yeah. open world game like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, the problem with I don't want to diverge away from the point of the top five, but um, the problem with all Bethesda games is you mentioned it in one of your video essays of playing mediocre games. Hmm. The problem with all the Bethesda games is once you've completed the emotionally charged story, you always feel underwhelming when you've completed it. And just kind of hmm. like, I don't really know what to do now. I want to. I think that was quite a lot of people's problem with um, Skyrim. I remember after I completed that, and then like sort of that you'd get little reactions in the world of like some people saying the odd thing to you, but then like. I don't know, you've just like saved someone or something and they'll be like, yeah. hi, can I help you? <laughs> it's like, piss off, like, I don't know. It's kind of like that sort of weird, unreactionary world that, I don't know, I guess is going to change with Elder Scrolls 6 maybe? Who knows? We can we can talk about Elder Scrolls 6 in a bit. We um, can, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about the future. It's, it's going to be scary, I feel. Um, but yeah, Morrowind... Um, then I'm gonna whack in Oblivion, and then it would have to be Fallout Three in fourth. About New Vegas? Oh, that was are we in, are we including game? Uh, oh, are we including game studios or just? Bethesda? Oh no, that's the Bethesda game studios. Yeah, sorry. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, and then probably in fifth, I'm gonna controversially put Elder Scrolls Online. Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah. Um, it's technically not by Bethesda Game Studios, but it's in the Elder Scrolls world. Well, we could say that about New Vegas as well. That's true, but they've got um, some of the people who worked on some of the Elder Scrolls yeah. games work on. I didn't know you played that. I do have it. Um, I started playing it, but I'm kind of a sucker for falling into games like that. So if I ended up playing that game, that'd be all I played, and I wouldn't have any time for anything else. So I sort I of was cycles like, with it, yeah. I was like, mm, I'm not gonna play it. Literally, me and my friend were planning. Like last summer, just to fucking like sit in our pants all summer and be sad and play Elder Scrolls Online, which luckily we didn't actually do, because um, yeah, I've just got lost. I played it a little bit, and I was like, because I wanted to see the whole of Tamriel, and I've never seen anything apart from Skyrim. So it is quite good, but I tried to. I I think I play it more as a sort of a single player game. Mm. I go around and I do things on my own. I quite like because there was there was a whole debate about when it like first launched. It was really, really like shit. Mm, well, like, you had to pay for subscription as well yeah, as paying for the game. Didn't I, you? I think I paid for like a year up front or something like that. I paid Did for you? like six months. We'd have been living in the same house, surely. When yeah, yeah, I pre-ordered it. Okay, um, don't remember. I pre-ordered it and ended up paying for the game cards up front. Um, so I've, I had early access. So I played it the day before it was released, which was quite cool. Um, but there was a problem with it being really terribly. Terrible, like just a terrible shit game, mm. and then they like rebranded it with Tamriel online uh, or unlimited, unlimited, yeah, and it became good. But like with the law, when it was shit, they were like, no, it's not part of the the main Elder Scrolls law, and mm. then it became good again. They're like, oh no, wait, actually it is. Isn't it like a few thousand years before Skyrim? Yeah, set in the Second Age uh, of the Second Era, and then like all of the all of the games apart from Skyrim are set in the Third Era, and then Skyrim set in the Fourth Era. Okay. Sweet. Well, that's the that's the, probably the best thing about Bethesda. Like, the gameplay is pretty average and clunky, but their lore building is brilliant. It's pretty good. It's, I do enjoy the worlds. But the problem with the um the having it set in the past is nobody ever references it like in any of the future games. Yeah. So you've got like this awkward thing of like nobody ever references it. But then also yeah. the plot is basically Oblivion but ripped off. Oh, is it? Yeah. So it's basically one of the Daedric princes. There's like twelve of them. 
has opened up portals in the world and he's trying to take over Tamriel because there's no emperor on the throne because basically there has to be an emperor who lights these magic fires and they stop this sounds cool yeah I know it's <laughs> the dragon out. fires and stuff but um basically all that happens in the second era and then the plot of Oblivion is a Daedric Prince tries to invade Tamriel by opening up portals because nobody's lit the dragon fires so it's classic it's, it's the same plot basically can't wait for Elder Scrolls 6 then basically yeah the... let's light some fires um so what do you think of Fallout 4? Did you play Fallout 4 much? I, I played um I pretty I pretty much complete yeah, I, I completed Fallout 4. Um I went round I, I played it twice. I played it down the Brotherhood of Steel route because obviously I was a big fan of the Brotherhood of Steel that they made in Fallout uh, three. Um in Fallout New Vegas they're kind of dicks, but mm. um I so I went down that route and then I went down the um railroad path for the second one. It was okay, but um, I don't really, I don't mind that people enjoyed it. I know yeah. that it's like it's got the base building, which some people enjoy. I, I quite enjoyed. Yeah, you yeah. enjoy the base building. Like it's not really my cup of tea. I don't mind it being in there. Like if, if it caters to someone's needs, yeah, chuck it in there. But like as a fan of the sort of Fallout Three and Fallout New Vegas, um, I can't remember. Did you have to do base building? No, uh, they sort of shoehorned a couple like, of aspects in there. You like, yeah, I think it's like introduced to you and you do it in a mission or something. But then do you yeah. have to ever go back? Uh, you have to build, like, um, you have to gather components to build this, I don't know what they call it, just this teleporting, teleportation thing to get into the Institute. Mm. Um, and that's about it. So there's not a lot in there. It's like not super shoehorned in. It's shoehorned in there a little bit, but you didn't have to. But mm. I just. It was, it was good combat, like, good action game. Yeah, but, the shooting um, was much better in Fallout 4. Yeah. But I think just everyone was kind of annoyed that it's, graphically as well, it didn't look great. And no. Um, the, the speech system as well. Like, the speech system didn't bother me so much because, uh, like, the sort of... the one paraphrased words. That yeah. didn't bother me because that was... Mass Effect to me, like that. Was, yeah, uh, yeah. That was like suited. Like I'd already done that before. Um, I quite liked the voice actor, like because I, I was saying this in a previous episode as well. I don't get immersed into a game. Like I don't think that I'm this person. I don't like to role play like I'm this person. I like to, I don't know, like a TV show, be shown the character kind of thing. So I don't really customize characters much. Like when I play Mass Effect, I just play as normal Shepard. Maybe I'm really boring as fuck. No, like I that, did but, that. Um, but yeah, so I, I didn't mind it too much. I know quite a lot of people didn't like that because it took away the role playing. Yeah, I element mean, to it. that is one of the reasons I enjoy the series because I like to get immersed. Like, yeah. The reason I have it on PC, I play it so often on PC, is because you can like get mods to make it more immersive. Like yeah. you have, I don't know, 8K horse textures, and you're like, yes. Well, that's why you, you like to replay as like a different character and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and then do things. How the character would do them, which is sad. In a, like, it is well, sounds I mean, it's sad. A role playing game, isn't it? It is an RPG, and it does this way. You can then do things that you wouldn't normally have done when you play the game. Mm. So it makes it more interesting than just everyone building a stealth archer build that can yeah, just yeah. sneak attack and kill everyone. Yeah, I, I don't tend to play more than once. The only time I did it with Skyrim was because I forgot like where I was. Yeah. <laughs> I just forgot what I was doing. I was literally like in a cave and I'd be like, where the fuck am I? I'll just start again. Yeah. Kind of I think the one of the problems with Fallout 4 is there's a big divide in the Elder Scrolls community. 
and the Fallout communities of the dumbing down of the series. Yeah. Um, I say that in air quotes. Well, because but... yeah, I, I get the point because it's like where where they both started. That's why people I think go yeah. for like Daggerfall and uh, like moral or Hamster, you have whatever to it's like look in your journal to find yeah, the directions, yeah. and then you'd have to like walk that way on the map and like try to actually figure it out rather than having like a quest marker. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, like it's business and. You know, well, you more say, people are going to buy. You say that, but I think gamers. Assassin's Creed Odyssey did it well because you have an option at the start mm. in Assassin's Creed Odyssey where you can turn on um, the help or you can just have limited help. Like, so it's like yeah. a, sort of a hardcore mode in a way, but like it just lets you, it, it doesn't like, handhold you. Mm. So I think if, for Elder Scrolls 6, that's something that they should do. Yeah, well, just give them an option, I guess. Oh, I had another voice break then. <laughs> I had one the other day as I was recording my video on. Um, on playing mediocre games, and I mentioned Fallout 4. I've actually been mentioning Fallout a lot. Last episode, last week's episode, probably the best soundtrack Fallout games. Fallout 3 and 4 is largely the same soundtrack. But that, yeah. That vibe, loved it. I mean, about like the, the radio. orchestral or like the radio, yeah. The radio, yeah. The radio was good. I love that. It's just the vibe of that game is just awesome when you're killing ghouls and you're like, I don't want to set the world. Um, big iron on his hip for Fallout uh, New Vegas that tune isn't that in Fallout 4 as well I don't know I feel like because I remember I getting really Fallout 4 and being music. like um, this is basically the same Saturn track as Fallout 3 but I'm kind of, kind of okay with that oh right I don't know if they but in they did it quite well in Fallout New Vegas keeping it cowboy yeah. quite like that okay. it, was, it was fun yeah so I never completed Fallout 4 shock I've only actually completed Skyrim really I haven't even completed that <laughs> There's no point in doing this special. Well, goodbye, everyone. Um, well, no, I've played quite a lot. So the the best story one though is Morrowind. Yeah. Like the best one for any story is Morrowind. Wow. Remaster it and put it on Switch, and then I might play it. Um, okay. So, what's next on Bethesda? Fallout seventy six. Ever played that? Interested? No. I no. pre-ordered it. Cancel my. Pre-order. Did you pre-order it? Oh, you're one of those suckers. I think I'm actually stamped down on people like you. I mentioned Fallout 76 as an example because it came up with pre-orders before they even announced what it was and then everyone just pre-ordered it I was like why what's the point <laughs> well, you don't even know what the game is no I, like, I pre-ordered it um, after they announced the collector's edition because I had the cool like T51B power armor helmet um, oh, didn't you have a Pip-Boy as well from Fallout 4 no I didn't get that one in the end did you not no okay. it's every time I get hype for it and then just it gets close to release date they'll release like details about it or the press will have got their hands yeah. on it and they'll be like oh by the way it is shit like the the pit boy was a really cheap plastic yeah. crap well there was that whole thing about the Fallout 76 duffel bag as well wasn't it yep, it was basically they just like a plastic bag moved they just, it from canvas they've just to gone nylon. to Sainsbury's and like picked up like a few thousand plastic bags for 10p a pop it is it is worrying Fallout 76 um, like because it came about that there was uh, one of the studios under Umbrella developed a game called Battlecry and it was basically like a Fortnite or an Anthem type mm. free for all, free to play and it turned out it bombed it was like shit, it was so shit so they, rather than axing all the people they moved their studio into Bethesda Game Studios mm. um, it's like Bethesda Game Studios Austin and then since they had all the online um, components and research and stuff they were like, yeah let's try to develop a Fallout game in yeah. online well they were saying they wanted to do a online fallout but I don't know I kind of don't believe it I think this game is a pressure from 
shareholders at Zenimax or Bethesda or whatever, um, just to like go into the online space as if Skyrim's not doing well enough, like keeping on selling. Mm. Um, but yeah, I kind of think it's more pressure. And then like people actually at Bethesda Game Studios are kind of like, well, our engine's kind of shit. It's not really gonna work so like we'll give you a game nothing as much to as do possible. in the game and there's also it didn't seem like there was enough time either so I kind of think like maybe there's a little bit of developers being like oh that wasn't good enough but you know just sort of like to prove a point in a way I know they yeah. they still try to make the best game they can but I don't know they should ditch that and make it free to play something like that I just don't like games like this I'm like why does it have to be online why do you have to pay for a lot of the stuff? Like, yeah. pay for, like they said that any content that you get in the game was going to be that included actual additions to the gameplay itself would be free, and then the cosmetic stuff would be what you pay for. Yeah, I don't mind that as a transaction but DLC thing. Like, yeah, if in theory that works well, like something that doesn't affect gameplay, but you can look like a ridiculous buffoon in the <laughs> Iron Man suit if you want. That's fine. But I've seen it's like 20 quid for like a set of armour or something. Yeah. Elder Scrolls Online. What's the, the point? The, the big houses that you can get in the game. Um, I was looking at how much they, they will... Because you pay for crowns and then that's the in-game currency. Then that you spend on the stuff in the store. And the biggest houses you get in the game cost you 70 to £80. Pound Jesus To Christ. buy a house. It's just... In a virtual game. I don't know. Yeah, Fallout 6, 76 to me just... Why does it have to be online? What a waste of time! So much controversy. Bethesda as well. aren't going through that. Yeah, they would literally just every day. There's a new story, just like that the, shit. That the shit, rum that bottles shit. as well. They they were released limited edition rum bottles rather yeah. than coming in glass. They could like claim came in plastic, oh um, which is bad. Then yeah, well yeah, that's why I'm kind of worried about Bethesda at the moment because what their last two games, Fallout Four and Fallout Seventy Six, haven't gone down well. No, that's why particularly. I'm worried. Uh, Fallout 76 especially I mean Fallout 4 is a good game but as I said in my video because it's got the name Fallout that it's like that probably knocks a couple of points off it mm. because it's not up to the standards of Fallout but if that was like someone came along and was like look at this game everyone would be like wow that's sick that's a good game nice one um, like um, when they were releasing Morrowind Bethesda was nearly bankrupt they released mm. Morrowind it saved the company it did really well Living came out that does really well. Skyrim was their biggest game that they've ever done. It sold so many copies, which is why they released it on so many different things. But I don't mind the company like trying to attract a new audience. But the problem is they're not keeping enough in the game to keep their current audience. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of thinking. It's kind of like the, to the George Lucas one. Star Wars, where they start like I just feel like they're starting to l not understand their audience anymore. Yeah, like they're doing what they think is right, like George Lucas with those fucking prequels <laughs> they're doing what they think is right and then not actually realising that what they're doing is wrong but we'll see with upcoming releases of Starfield and Elder Scrolls 6 which they obviously announced that little bit at the end of E3 where they were like oh look at these two games because they knew Elder, uh, Fallout 76 was shit because they the people are aware of it they know it they, yeah. they get these like they do um, reviews, uh, what they call, they're like in-house reviews. Like They get reviewers to come play the game and like sort of beta test a review kind of thing, see how it's going to do. And they must have just known it's not going to do well. So like, oh, by the way, 
This is uh, these games are coming out to look forward to. Don't lose faith in us just yet. That was the most pointless reveal though, because yeah, everyone knew that they were gonna they were gonna do an Elder Scrolls Six at some point anyway. Exactly. So but all they've done is just it was good marketing in a way because now you've got like people. I think this Elder Scrolls Tactics or something is some YouTube channel. Um, you got him making like five videos a day, like trying to work out where yeah. that bit of land is from the teaser trailer yeah. things like that and you're just getting hundreds of thousands of views just on like 30 uh, seconds even I'm one that. of them people yeah who, who watches the videos well I watched them as well because I'm just like where's it going to be is that a YouTuber called ESO he does those that's kind it. of videos that's ESO yeah that's it, I quite like him I quite like him um, yeah and then Starfield that'll be interesting I, I don't mind what they do with Starfield because Bethesda always has these ideas that they want to try to implement at some point in the future mm. So like Fallout Shelter, um, the mobile game came from like an idea that they wanted to do ages ago, and then obviously, um, you know, they've got the Elder Scrolls Blades coming Blades, out. Yeah. yeah, that came from them wanting to do the PSP Oblivion version. Yeah, they've yeah. sort of taken that, developed that into Blades. So I don't mind if they do new crazy stuff for Starfield because it's a brand new IP. They can do what they want. Yeah. They can go to town with it. It's been rumored for such a long time, like having this sci-fi-ish branch of the Bethesda Game Studios formula but it's sort of like how does that work because uh, I mean I know they're iterating on the engine but the games have never been big and there's loading screens like for days so I don't know is it going to be on one planet is it like (laughs) shut up Um, is it going to be on one planet is it going to be I don't know, across multiple planets. But then, just to kick him in the teeth, Obsidian, I'm going to go and bloody announce... Outer Worlds. Yeah, Outer Worlds. I love the look of that game, because it's it's so close to Fallout. It's still got that cartoony aesthetic of, like... The mad comedy as well. 50s, 60s, and the dark comedy, yeah. But I've seen loads of people hating on that at the moment. It's because Because they're going to the... um, Epic Game Store, isn't it for PC? Is it? Oh, I don't know, but they've um, they're exclusively on that. Um, same with like games like Metro's. Yeah, I'll, I'll get over it. Um, <laughs> simple as that, to be honest. It's just annoying. It's just oh, annoying. yeah, I can imagine it's annoying. But like, PC players have just had it easy for a while. No, but it's like if you're on a PS4 and then like you can't buy off the PS4 store, you've got to like go to a some third party app that you well, download no. on your PS4 and like boot it up and. It's not really though, is it? It's like as if an Xbox exclusive came to PS4, and I'm like, oh, oh, okay then. I don't know. Uh, that's not the point of this video, uh, this <laughs> podcast today, anyway. Um, yeah, so there's been there seems to be a lot of hate because, funnily enough, people on the internet haven't actually understood what the game is. Imagine that they've misjudged what the game. Jump into conclusions without exactly. Um, they just see the trailer research. and they're like, oh my god, it's like Fallout No Man's Sky. And I'm like, oh my god, no, it's not. They've literally developers have just been saying that it's like a few planets and a few sections of that planet, it's little bits, like it's 30, 40 hours long. That's pretty good for me. Yeah. Um, but it's replayable. Like that's like the point they're trying to get at. And they're also they're a small studio. They've only just been bought by Microsoft, but they had been developing this game before for a while, yeah. Uh, before they got bought. So it's like people's expectations are just ridiculous because they're now it's the No Man's Sky thing they're just like they're going to get angry at this game when it's not what they thought it was it's not Fallout in space and you can go everywhere 
don't know. No, but I'm glad that the studio is doing something like this because Fallout New Vegas was so good. But whenever you talk about Bethesda Game Studios or like Bethesda Game Studios talks about the their franchise and stuff, they always just sweep that one under the rug because oh, yeah. they didn't develop it. Like, yeah, yeah. So always be like, ah, oh, so it's been. 10 years or whatever since Fallout 3 you're like wait but what about New Vegas and they yeah. they did do um, no clip um, they're like a documentary crew did the documentary yeah. on them no clip's good yeah Danny um, Dwyer. they did they talked about Fallout New Vegas and they said it was like it was sort of they Bethesda Game Studios didn't really want to do it but this it was Bethesda the publisher mm. who was like yeah we're gonna get them to do it and then they wanted to do something again like with Fallout 4 but yeah. it didn't happen well I guess it's sort of like that thing of um, I don't know like because it's now Bethesda Game Studios things it's not the Black Isle or Obsidian's thing anymore uh, it's their thing and then you've got all these old fans who are like oh we prefer Obsidian Black Isle so they're like right we want to do it our way but then like you're getting told oh hand, hand this one back to the old people just for the fans then you're sort of like oh my yeah. work's not good enough for them. Yeah. Kicking their teeth that I, in some, from a lot of fans, they did it better. Yeah. As well. Well, exactly. That's why I'm looking forward to this Obsidian game because it's probably going to be the best, uh, best Bethesda Game Studios game for a while, and it's not even Bethesda. Yeah. Because it looks good. I like the. Um, they sort of got their own VAT system as yeah. well. Uh, the guns look cool and I really like the aesthetic as well but it's just going to be interesting to see now what how that compares to Starfield because I think they're going to be quite similar it's going to be small sections on like a planet big pla yeah. um, I don't think Starfield's going to be like Mass Effect Star Wars sci-fi I reckon it's going to be more like Outer Worlds like that Fallout zaniness kind of thing yeah probably so yeah it's going to be weird to see but then like Obsidian have sort of like shot in there they're going to be out this year Starfield probably not going to be out till next year at the earliest. Not even going to be at E3 either. No, probably not. Um, I I'll probably pick up Starfield. Um, I, I don't know anything about it, but I think I'll pick it up. Um, That's brand loyalty, isn't it? Yeah, because I'm a big fan of them. But then, start I could use Starfield pretty much as my gauge for where they're going to be heading. Yeah. Elder Scrolls Six. Well, I mean, I I'm think. still going to pick up Elder Scrolls Six. Cause I, I am. I just think they need to need to learn a lesson. Need to get taught a lesson by uh, like CD Projekt Red. I, C CD Projekt Red. <laughs> I enjoyed Instead Witcher until the very end of the story and it ruined it for me because it's like uh, Siri can jump through worlds, can't she? I haven't played it. Ah, well, um, spoil. Uh, too late for this, but spoiler. Um, Siri can sort of like travel through different worlds. She goes through like portals and stuff. So you've built up this whole medieval fantasy world. And um, basically, Joe's got his fingers in his ears for this. But there's this whole medieval fantasy world, and you, you try to find Siri. You find her, and then she's like, "Oh yeah, I went to a world where there was all sci-fi stuff." And it kind of just broke that sort of the, that wall for me because I'm one of the people who likes to immerse, but including sci-fi in a fantasy world, it it kind of that one small moment just ruined sort of me my experience with The Witcher. But. Doing that as if I'm ever gonna play it. Probably not. No, you'll never get around I've to got it, it but it's, oh, it's, just, it's too scary. I don't I don't have the time to be jumping into that. But yeah, I think they can learn from something like The Witcher, which is like outdone Skyrim. Like, well, or Fallout 4, which was like the same year or year after. I can't remember. But it's like ridiculously big game with like actual like loads of content. 
Because like some of the side missions in the Fallout games get a bit, uh, they yeah. like run into this building and shoot. So yeah. do something else. I, like it. Yeah. I think for for Elder Scrolls Six, um, things that I don't want them to do. I don't want a voice protagonist in Elder Scrolls Six. I didn't mind it for Fallout Four, but I don't think it would work in Elder Scrolls Six. Mm. Just because in Fallout Four and in Fallout Three, they pretty much build up where your character comes from and like. Like so, you start in a vault or whatever. You know, you've got your whole childhood there. Yeah, they yeah. can c- kind of control that character and how that con- character's sort of built. It's once you're in the world that you can do what you want. I just can't wait to wake up on a wagon. Yeah, but in Skyrim and stuff, you or in Oblivion and Morrowind, you have no context. You always just are in prison, and yeah. you just then your your character's got no predetermined past. Like, do what you want, shape your character how you want. So voicing it is going to limit how players can play with characters. I want to play as my character from Skyrim again. I want to be the Dragonborn. A Dragonborn again? Just the same guy. (laughs) And here he is ten ten years later and he's just got his feet up in his little homestead. What if you you made your Dragonborn like an old guy? He's dead. Well, you can roleplay that he's dead but you can't (laughs) kill him, can you? You can't just be like, oh, he's died now. He's died of old age. I've given up on the game. Well done. I killed the dragon in uh, Skyrim. The old dude, the good dragon. I killed Parthenax. him. Yeah, I killed him. I don't know why I did, but I did. See, I quite, I quite like Parthenax. Yeah, I did. Did you know he's voiced by the guy who voices Mario? I did not. No, the same guy who does all the woohoo's for Mario is this guy who voices Parthenax. Fair. Like the deep. Yeah. Fair play. Yeah, it's really weird. Okay. Um. <laughs> well, that. I guess that pretty much rounds up. Actually, no, I've got one more. Uh, where does Fallout go next? Um, so I mean, that's gonna be at least ten years, I think, until next Fallout. But yeah, I'd quite like to. See, uh, are we talking about locations or just story? Well, location, but all gameplay wise, just what changes? What happens? Um, well, with Fallout, we've noticed that in the old Fallouts, they were set on the west coast, mm. and um, like the Obsidian ones on the west coast. Professor stuck to the east coast quite a lot, so it'd be quite nice for them to do something on the west coast I think that'd be quite fun but mm. they probably won't because they like to draw their inspiration from places near them so like for Washington they Bethesda's not that far f- the, the place is not mm. that far from Washington so they would go down and like research that and then Boston's not that far but I think I'd like to see New York I think that'd be really cool New York would be pretty good because that'd be sort of Motown-ish kind of vibes like that'd really be... big skyscraper. Like I think it'd be quite intimidating. Like when you go down mm. a street, it'd be like these big skyscrapers looking down on you. Like those sort of all those lights Central and Park stuff. Central Park would be quite scary. Like that, yeah, I was also thinking like uh, maybe LA would be pretty cool. Yeah, like that'd sort of cool. something going on in the Hollywood sign. Be pretty sweet. Uh, maybe just like not in not in the US. I think the closest they'll come though is probably Canada. Maybe. There's nothing interesting in Canada. Um, well, they keep... Some snow. I went back and played Fallout 3, um, and there's the Pit DLC, which is set in Pittsburgh, and they they reference places, and in the other... It's a Point Lookouts, the other DLC. They referenced Boston quite a lot, but then they also re- referenced Canada. See, I, I always think Fallout 4 is in Boston, but you've corrected me on that, because I've realised that like Boston, uh, Detroit, and... Where's Fallout 4 set? Um, F- Fallout 4 is set in Massachusetts Boston Boston, Massachusetts oh so it is Boston yeah okay see th- there's these three Detroit, Boston and 
Chicago. They're the same city to me. Yeah, you said Chicago in one of the Chicago, episodes, and yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. no, Joe, it's set in Boston. Chicago, yeah, because Dogs is Chicago. Yeah, yeah. But they're just all the same to me. It's because you got Diamond City, which is supposed to be based on the um, Boston Red Sox. Um, oh, what, the stadium? Yeah. Oh, man, that's sick. I love that bit. Yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I've always wanted to see it in London, so I like games being in London. I feel like America's I think it'd be cool, done. but... It's, they're what sort of like the play on American culture at the time wasn't yeah it? well that's the thing about GTA GTA well. yeah but um I'd like uh, imagine just something like really random like Stoke on Trent <laughs> I mean I think, wow that wouldn't really work it already looks like it's been hit by a nuclear bomb anyway doesn't it fucking hell um sorry to anyone from Stoke but it doesn't uh, actually it's got really nice uh, remember we went on holiday to Stoke Oh yes. yes, yes I do. On the canal, on the canal, on the canal boat, and uh, went to uh, the water park in Stoke. It's lovely. Got all of the diseases. There is there is some places in uh, England for anyone that listens outside of England. Uh, I'm from Wales, but there are places You're not in from Wales. I, I live in Swansea. You, you you live in Wales. You're not from. This Wales. is not the debate of the 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 topic. Well, it's not a geography podcast. No yet. Not yet. Um, there's places in England that sound shit, like they just like Grimsby, Skagness, Little Arsington. You know, Little these, Arsington. Wow, these kind I've of never places. Heard of Little Arsington? Oh, it's a real place. Didcot Lady Grove. Like that place. I went to Sandwich recently. What's the What's the place at the end of the tube line? Um, Cock Cockfosters. Cockfosters. I live in, near a place called Cockfosters. Yes. <laughs> Such a stupid place. Yeah, I know. All right. Well. We're, we're off track. <laughs> I think I think we've run out of things to say about Bethesda. Forty minutes, right? Well, we're going for a lunch and a pint, I think, before you go off to Poland, the land of CF Project. Yep, I'm going to. If do you some, see any Cyberpunk 2077, say hello. All that does yeah. look a good game. Get an exclusive on here. Yeah, that's gonna. Be um, I'm also gonna add to the what we've been playing because I, I know you've done it at the start of the podcast. Oh, okay. But I've been playing Bioshock again recently. Bioshock One Remastered. Okay. Um, I just want to say that's an absolutely amazing game. What, and, on PS4 or? Uh, no, on PC. Why? Why did it be remastered? Um, because they've done. They did the Bioshock collection, didn't they? Yeah, but why would it need to be remastered if it's on PC? I thought PC was great, and you didn't need remasters. Well, that doesn't make any sense. Well, it does. But anyway, Bioshock. That's what I'm playing. One of the best stories. One of the best aesthetics for a video game. Brilliant. Gameplay's a bit shit in terms of gameplay, but it's a quality game. Okay. Well, instead of actually going back to Matt, we might as well round out the show here. Um, so at the end of each show, we like to do segments known as Controversial Corner. Shut up. Sorry, there's a car <laughs> that went past. It annoys me. Um, controversial uh, Corner, which is our controversial opinions. We like to mic drop that. And uh, Memory Card. I'm gonna s- I didn't really prepare Seb for this, but I'm going to see if he's got anything in either of these that I can quickly... Drop on him. I can cut this bit out as well if if you need a bit of time. Uh, what we what we saying? What's your, what's the what's the segment? Memory card. Either one, Wait, or both. Is it just a game from the past that you'd like to see brought back? Or no, it's just. Uh, have you not listened to the podcast? I, I have. I listen every week, but I'm still really confused at what you're asking of me. Uh, memory card is just like a game from your past that you sort of explain and got memories attached to. Um, do you want me to link it back to the Professor Special? Or is doesn't it doesn't have un- to be. Un- un- professor un- related. Um, or have you got a controversial past? opinion? Uh, let's go with a game from my past that uh, I've been playing recently is Age of Empires 2. Right, one sec. 
Alright, so you've got a memory card then, yeah? Yes. Okay, let's load up your memory card. Um, Age of Empires 2. Okay. I've played a lot of Age of Empires 2. And I wanted to include it on the podcast because you guys are console-oriented gamers. And yes. uh, this is a PC classic. Um, for those who don't know, I'm pretty sure everyone knows what Age of Empires is. You start out in sort of the peasant RTS. Yeah, and it's a good game. Dork. It's, it's, you know, you start out in a sort of like tribal state and then you like build up your little civilization and then you upgrade through the states and it's um you can play like 30 40 minute games and then you'll start over again so it's just like mm. there is a story but the story's not that good it's just fun to boot up with your with your mates so i played it um with wills recently it was just fun um the ai is really hard, hard in that game so yeah I've got memories of you playing all the RTSs. I, can't, I don't know if it's Age of Empires, but you just spent all your time on them. Age of Empires, Empire Earth, um, uh, Battle for Middle Earth, which was a quality one. But Rome the, Total War, I remember you guys playing a lot. I, I've played that in the past week. Have you? The original Rome Total War. What about Mountain Blade Warband? Mountain Blade War, but Mountain Blade Warband. Mountain um, Blade War, that's it. That's getting a, a sequel coming out. That looks insane. Is it? Yep. Is it? Alright, that's time to end then. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Good sieges. Good sieges in that game. Okay. Alright, well thank you, Seb, for coming and joining me on this that's Bethesda right. special. I, thanks for letting me crash on the sofa. That's alright. Anytime. <laughs> You're welcome to my very uncomfortable I, um, sofa. I won't piss on it this time. Well, that's a story that's... for another day. I don't think it is. I don't think that needs to be told at any point, but all right. Um, yeah, so if you enjoyed the episode, share it with your friends and your nan. That's a thing we like to do, apparently. I don't know share why. Share with your nan. Yeah. Th- there is a problem with me being on the podcast. We've effectively cut the viewership by half by me being on it. Well, I'd hope you'd listen back to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Way to just, like, kick us while we're down. <laughs> Killed me. Uh, yeah, you can get it on YouTube. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Top Chat Podcast. And bye for now. See you later.